0: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Listen, it's Wednesday. Y'all, it's going to be a good day today. I believe it's hump day. Um, listen, if your week's been tough, I'm praying and believing that the rest of your week is going to be awesome, um, mainly because we are a few days away from Christmas, uh, y'all, which is wild. And if you're anything like me, you haven't finished your Christmas shopping, um, and you just expect everyone else to already have your gift and you're just ready for people to give you gifts, even though you haven't finished buying their gifts. Um, I'm just kidding. Kind of, uh, I love Christmas. I love it. I hope that, um, this weekend is exciting for you. I hope that, uh, if you are spending time with family, uh, and that, is not exciting for you. I hope it's better than you expect it to be. Uh, but I, listen, I hope it's wonderful. I really, I really, really do. Um, but today, uh, I'm going to be bringing you a, another devotional for about 10 minutes. And I really do hope that it helps you feel seen, known, and loved. I want to give a shout out to all my listeners. Um, listen, all of you, you down in Tennessee over in Knoxville, I appreciate you. Um, New York, New York, love you, means so much to me. Uh, Camden, Delaware, um, what is up? Wilmington, Delaware. Listen, over in Baltimore, Maryland. Love all of you. Listen, regardless of where you're listening from, uh, I just want you to know how much you, you mean to me. Um, I pray for you. I really do. I take time and I look at where everyone's listening from and I really just ask God, uh, consistently, Lord, help me, help me, um, speak to someone today. And so I hope that today's message will speak to you. Um, I hope it connects to you. I hope it helps you feel loved and seen. And I hope it's maybe the right words for the right season. Um, That's my hope and my prayer every time I do these. And so I'm going to continue this conversation today on this book that I've been talking about uh, called The Horse, The Mole, uh, The Fox, The Boy. There's like all these animals, but something called that. But it's a phenomenal book. If you haven't gotten it, if you haven't read it, you should read it um, yourself. You should read it to your kids. It's written as a kids book, but listen, it is like it's like a therapy book. It really is. It's one of those things you read, and it is just it's like uh, you remember those books, uh, chicken chicken noodle soup for the soul or something. Um, those were just so. Where did those books go? There used to be like they started getting weird. It was like chicken noodle soup for like the fourteen year old addict that lives in New Jersey. They used to get oddly specific, but needless to say, this book is not like that. This book's phenomenal. Um, it's really good, and I want to, today. I wanted to talk about one of the lines in it, and I believe that in this quote we can talk a little bit about God. We can talk about ourselves. That maybe we can uh, connect those two and intertwine those two and grow from it. Uh, but the horse, the boy, the mole, the fox—they're um, they're walking along, and the boy asks the horse. He says, uh, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Now, if you asked me this uh, when I was growing up, honestly, I really didn't know. Um, I didn't know, you know, I've I dressed up as a firefighter one point, I think when I was younger, um, as a ninja one year, um, you know, I, I, at any point you, I probably would have given you a billion different answers. Uh, now if you asked me this when I was 17, I would have said a pastor or say, I really want to be a pastor. And now if you look at my life now, I'm a, uh, I'm a personal trainer and basically a therapist while while I do that. But I love it. I love what I do. But um I wanna I want you to think about that right now. So if you're listening to this, what I want you to do is uh I want to ask you the question, what what do you what did you want to be when you grew up? Um what was it? So think about it. I want you to think about it on out loud. So you can on three, you can say it out loud. One, two, three, say it. All right, it might have been awkward if you're around people, but it is what it is. Uh, so The boy asked the horse this. He says, "Uh, What do you want to be when you grow up? Now, it's a horse. So I don't know what he's going to say, but his answer is actually going to surprise you. And he says this. So, again, one more time. The boy asked the horse, What do you want to be when you grow up? And the horse says, Kind. I want to be kind. And, you know, I I looked at this and I got to be honest with you, it was really challenging for me. And, you know, I spend, I've spent so much of my life feeling like I had to figure out what I was going to do with it. Um, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do when I was growing up. And when I got saved, I felt this call to be a pastor. And just, I mean, if you don't know my story, it just went to hell. Um, it was awful. Um, really was hurt by the church. And I was lost after that. And, you know, part of the, my struggle with suicide was this idea of like, I just didn't know what I wanted to be. I felt like what I was supposed to be wasn't good enough. And I wasn't good enough for it and it hurt me and you know, I maybe you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I I thought my life was going to look a lot different than it does right now. You know, I'm doing a job I don't love and I thought I was going to be doing this or maybe you pursued something you loved and it you really got hurt by it. And you know, I was reading this and I really was surprised when the horse answered to what do you want to be when you grow up? The horse said kind. Um, It was really challenging to me because it's something that I've really um, been working on the past year of my life, and that is from moving, separating who I am um, from what I do. Um, because so much of my life was tied to what I did. You know, I was, had to be the pastor. And when, it, when you're a pastor, you have to say the right things. You have to know certain things. You, ha- you have to have all of your ducks in a row, and you have to have your life together. And, you know, you, you have to do this and do that. You have to read your Bible. You have to pray. You have to give. You have to know all these answers. And what I felt myself is when I, when I lost that job, when I lost that, um, I didn't know who the hell I was, to be honest with you. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. If you'd asked me, you know, what are you going to do with your life? I didn't know. And that's why I contemplated ending it because I just could not figure it out. But I'm reading this and and this is such a simple way um, to express what I found in the past year and what I hope you find today is that, listen, when it comes to what you're going to do with your life, stop worrying about a job title. Stop worrying about a description, um, a job description for your life. And instead, you know, I'm going, to, I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be gracious. I'm going to be forgiving. I'm going to be honest and truthful. You know, I'm going to be compassionate. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried about being a pastor. I'm not worried about being a doctor. I'm not worried about being a custodian or a librarian. I'm not worried about being a photographer or a business owner. Instead, you know, I may do those, th- those things. Those, thing- those things may be avenues where I express who I am, which is a kind, creative, compassionate, empathetic individual. Because here's the beautiful thing with that. Listen, all of you, listen into this. No one can take that away from you it doesn't matter who's hurt you it doesn't matter what job has betrayed you it doesn't matter what people have turned their back on you maybe you're doing something with your life that you never thought you would be doing listen it doesn't matter because no one can take those things away from you because that's who you are that's who you are and there's such freedom in it and to be said so simply Um, in this book is something so, um, so big, such a big idea, such a complex, a complex thing, a deep issue, this deep thought of, of what do you want to be when you grow up? And the horse responds kind. And that for you today, maybe, maybe your life doesn't look like it, it was going to, but you know what? There are things that God's put inside of you that, that no one can take away from you. You know, that that uh, kindness and empathy that has gotten you in trouble so many times, it's a beautiful thing, and no one can take that. You know, that graciousness where people keep, um, you know, burning it over and over and over again, no one can take away that. The forgiveness you keep extending even though people keep hurting you. You know, the honesty where people are like, you know, you're just too harsh sometimes. You know, you're trying to make people better, not feel better. You know, that's a gift. You know, these gifts of the Spirit that the Bible talks about are things that are placed inside of you that no one can take away from you. We just get to decide if we show them or not. The only person that can hide them is you. And today, maybe you're worried about, you know, I got I to gotta be a girlfriend. I got to have a partner. You know, I don't want to be alone or I got to make X amount of money or I got to be doing this, 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 or this. And, and maybe you're stuck in this trap. If I don't have this, and I'm not enough. But listen... When it comes to this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Listen, I hope that maybe this week you'll rethink how you would answer that question. That maybe instead of picking a job title or relationship status, that maybe instead you'll pick qualities about who you are. You know, for me, I I want to be creative. I want to be empathetic. I want to be honest. I want to be open-minded. These are all qualities, and there's so many more that I want. When people define me, that's all. I don't want them to define me as a dad. I don't want them to define me as a husband or a personal trainer or a therapist. I want people to think of me and say, you know who Zach was? Zach was an open-minded, kind kind individual who listened to people. People felt heard when they were around him. And I want you to know that that's going to be enough for me. And it doesn't matter what I do. I can take that anywhere I go. So what's that for you? What is that? Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for every person who's listening to this, regardless of where they're listening from, Lord. Um, Lord, we uh, we wrap our our identity in so much of what we do instead of who we are, um. And Lord, so help help us break down that, Lord. Help us rethink that, um, Lord, because when we when we attach who we are to an identity, to what we do, or who we're with, Lord, we can be set up for failure. We can lose those things. Um, but Lord, who we are and who you made us is is something that is inseparable. We can't lose that unless we choose to hide it. So Lord, help us define our lives by those things. Help us be kind and great. Help us have qualities of you, God, because you created us, and I believe you put those inside of us, um, specific things. And so Lord, help us identify those specific things that you've placed inside of us and help us live those out in everything we do. Lord, we thank you for that. And we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L.